0: mission is to position brands and to facilitate earning opportunities by helping them identify and strategically communicate their what, their who, and their why. I make sure you understand the play. Here's your assist. Understand the play. The, the business point card. Understand the play. The business point guard. Understand the play. He gave me three and assist. You're listening to Understanding the Play with Demetrius L. Brown, aka the business point guard. How's everybody doing today? That's right, it's Demetrius L. Brown, aka the business point guard. I want to thank you for joining me today. And again, as usual, we are going to have a nice to show position brand and to facilitate yeah. earning opportunities. Hold on, y'all. Yeah, a little technical difficulty. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. We're going to keep it moving right there. You know, I guess the intro is so dope, man. It really wanted to replay itself. But as usual, we're going to have a nice dynamic show. We have a great guest today. But let me tell you why I do Understanding the Play. It's a lot of people out here trying to reach their defined level of success. And they need the right tools and resources to help them get there. And again, I'm bringing people in that have accomplished some things that that reach levels in their life that is just unbelievable. But they just didn't get there easily. It wasn't an easy road for them. They had their falls. They had their ups. They had their downs. But they continued to push. And guess what? They had the right resources and they had the right tools to get to that next level. And why do I go by the business point guard? Because think about it. In basketball, you only need five players. You don't need a big team to make things happen. And what does a point guard do? They control. They control it. They look at it from the offense, from the defense, and they help people win. The the point guards help people set up the plays. And that's what I'm doing business-wise in life. I'm helping you set up the plays to help you reach that next level of success. I mean, your defined level of success, okay? That's what we're talking about. Your defined level of success. Nobody else success, but your defining level of success. And again, we just we got to get out of that moment of saying, OK, man, I want to be like this person. I want to be like that person. You don't want to be like them. You, you might want to do some of the things that they're doing, but we just pay attention to how they get there. But I'm about to go on a break. And we're going to bring my special guest. This is a very special guest because this next guest he helped mold my life. So again, when we come back, I'm gonna bring our special guest on. Go tell somebody, hey, the business point guard is on. Understanding the players on. Get your paper, pencils, pads, everything you need. And when we come back from break, we will have our special guest hey are you following me on social media you're not oh no you're missing out on a lot of info hey check this out follow me on all social medias instagram the business point god youtube the business point god and facebook demetrius l brown sog make sure you're following me you're listening to understanding the play with demetrius l brown aka the business point guard welcome back to understanding the play it is demetrius l brown aka the business point guard and again i told you we had a very special guest tonight and this guest right here he helped mold my life you know when i was the knucklehead in high school doing things i shouldn't be doing you know he dragged me in and said hey I think this right here can change your life i think you can you can do this you know yes i was in drama for people who you know who can't believe it but uh i want to introduce my special guest mr wendell tab mr tab how you doing man hello
1: demetrius what's going on
0: my brother good to see you man <laughs> yes sir i'm doing good man it's, it's an honor to have you on man <laughs> well
1: you know likewise you know I, I i've followed you for a very long time and And I'm just very, very proud of you. And that is a dope intro, man.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) That's Bull City. I had Scass do it. DJ Scass. So, you know, I kept it in the Bull City, man. (laughs) There you go.
1: it's awesome.
0: Man, so, right quick, I just want to go back down memory lanes and bring people up to speed. You know, when I... I was a behavior child. You know, my mother, father divorced. I was going through some things. I was back and forth from Charleston to Durham. You know, the, my, last, my last stint in Durham, I call it stint. I was at Hillside. And, you know, I made up my mind. I want to graduate because I stayed in the trouble. And, and I don't know how I walked into the drama department or the auditorium. But you said, hey, I bet if you do this, you would like this. And this can keep you out of trouble. And I joined. You was doing Dream Girls, the production of Dream Girls. I didn't know how to sing. I didn't know how to do nothing, you know. But you said, "Hey, you can do this right here." And I got the part of Cece. Um, and through that whole process, oh man, it was it was just unbelievable because now I was with a group of kids that was like-minded, who wanted to succeed, who went out there doing bad things. It was like it was just a, a different ball game. And then you introduced me to some adults because I think for one of the plays after I graduated, um CC something happened and he'd be like, hey, come on over here. I'ma let you play the CC um uh, one of the adult plays. And you know, the whole process changed my changed my life. And I just wanted the world to hear you know, why this guest is so special. And Mr. Tav, I why was it so important for you to make sure you brought in kids? And I noticed you deal with kids that nobody else probably would deal with. They would think it's a waste of time. Why do you say, I'm gonna take my time, I'm gonna show these kids the way, and I'm gonna use something that nobody else is using as drama?
1: Well, you know, it's, it's so Im- important that people look at, um, individuals as first who they are but also understanding that we don't know everything about them and until you bring them in and put them on that stage when the audience comes they're just going to see their success so it's all about putting success in front of people and even though they may not understand who they really are with their background it's like But when when all of y'all were on the stage, nobody asked, well, is Demetrius' mom and dad not together? Is, you know, uh, what, what kind of trouble is Demetrius in? All they saw was, look at this young man doing a really wonderful job, although they didn't know the background. So putting everybody together eliminates all the questions sometimes of what people are really going through because now they get to see the success of the person instead of what's negative.
0: That's that's good. That That's good. And this this is why I call him. This young man is very successful, successful. And now I want to open that. I want to open up the envelope now to run down man, your success, the things that you have been doing out here. But I wanted to let people know why you do what you do now. Let's recognize your success, because honestly, when we define our level of success and we find that that vehicle to get us there, the right vehicle, that's how we are very successful, excuse me. Now, let the people know, besides teaching high school for over 30 years, drama, am I correct? For over 30 years, 35 35. years, let people know your success, your track record in drama. I mean, drama, 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 drama. I'm saying that, not the drama that we see in the street talking about, like Broadway, we, we're talking about doing plays, uh, Black Nectivity. So we're talking about that drama department. Let people know your success. And if people watching this, look at all those troph- trophies back there. You, you got all those trophies back there. But let people know your success in drama and playing in the plays.
1: Well, well, well the, the interesting things about the trophies that are behind me, they they represent what is gonna be given to the students. So and that all that keeps me reminded of of letting the students know that they have done well, and so I keep those behind me as a reminder that I should always recognize the people's success, uh, even when they're doing the small things. is very important. But I've been very fortunate. Um, I started acting when I was five years old. I'm doing doing recitals in church. Um, I'm from Lewisburg, North Carolina, Franklin County, um, country boy. And uh, didn't really know anything a lot about um, performing arts. I just knew that everybody back in my hometown either was singing in the church, you know, or they were playing some kind of instrument. That's That was pretty much it for performing arts. Uh, but for me, you know, back then I was all about spoken word, even though I didn't even know I was doing spoken word. <laughs> but I was, you know, I was, I, I, wanted to get up in front of church um, congregations and recite things, you know, uh, it was important for me to put that word out to them in a dramatic way. And so from that, I was given opportunities to continue to perform in churches all around, all across uh, Franklin County and other places. And then, you know, when I got to um, uh, fourth grade in elementary school, a, my Spanish teacher put me in a uh, musical performance and I had to dance. And that's when I said, oh, so this is the other part of performing arts, which was dance. That being a country boy and with the <laughs> the rules of the church back then, you know, dancing will not it. <laughs> you know, you couldn't dance, especially a male. Uh, so she put me in a, a dance performance. And then when I got to high school, Lewisburg High School, I did my first play. But what's interesting also in my success is that I was an athlete. So, I was a basketball player. I played baseball. I ran track. So, understanding what success looked like from the athletic point helped me understand what success could look like as an artist. And so, then I took a teaching job at um, Hillside High School after getting to Durham to college in North Carolina Central. And from that, you know, I don't normally like to talk about myself, but because of the success of the students at Hillside, we were able to win so many um, awards, uh, statewide, uh, national recognition, and a lot of students uh, who have gone on who have done wonderful things. We have a student from Hillside on Broadway right now um, in Fat Ham, which was, was getting a lot of buzz in New York. Um, and then of course we have students who have gone on to be on te- in television shows, movies, uh, and of course theater. And also behind the scenes, like what you're doing, that's the, also the success of the theater program. So uh, I've won over a hundred plus awards. And so here again, I don't like to talk about myself and what I've done, except for it related back to to the people that are in my life that allowed me to do some of the things that I wanted to do.
0: Now that's good. You said some key, your your awards reflect back on the success of the students. Man, that, that's 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 <laughs> that's something great, you know, because, again, a lot of people, they don't relate their success to anybody else. They relate. Oh, I pulled my own self up. I did it myself. I was this great person. But you understand the success of the students is what puts you into your successful role. Now, you said we had students in broad. You had students that went on to be in Broadway. Now, um, I came up. I was in Dream Girls, What ninety three um April Parker she yeah. was in Dreamgirls with me she she's been man she's been in what CSI she's doing uh Tyler Perry movies she's doing some great things uh Nikki Everton she's doing yeah. some great things uh, and the funny thing is I ran into Nikki when I was in New York too you know we talked briefly and I think she was here so but the to look back on TV it's like man I taught that person oh man she was in my in my drama he what 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 goes through your your heart sitting on the couch, man? Just you and your wife, the kids sitting there. What what, what goes through your mind, man? Uh,
1: well, I w- I wish I got a lot. Of, I, I wish I got more opportunities to, to sit on the couch uh, with my <laughs> wife and son and can talk about some things. But in this business, you know, they always saying, "Well, Dad, what you got next? <laughs> what you going? Where you where you going now?" Uh, but uh, what really goes through my mind when I see the success? of people who i've had you know the fortunate opportunity to train is that it wasn't done in vain i realized that god gave me a calling to be a blessing to others and so when i see them i just say thank thank you jesus thank you god for allowing allowing me to be in their life which helps me with my success but it also is you know elevating them to another level, um, which is the the best feeling you know an educator can have when they see the success of their students.
0: Man, that's good. Hey, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Understanding the Play, and I am Demetrius L. Brown, aka the Business Point God, and we do have the drama. We call do, can we call you a guru? Can can we call it a drama guru? What's the right title for 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 that area? You know, I mean. But we have Mr. Wendell Tab on here. Again, he is very special and he played an intricate part in a lot of people's life, a lot of adults right now, um, life to the success that they're doing right now, even in my life. But let's let's talk about blacks in theater. Let let's let's talk about blacks in theater, drama, however people want to label it. It's it's yeah. a disconnect there. And and let's, can you break that down a little bit more? Well, you know what
1: the um the I think the disconnect sometimes is just us understanding um, the performing artists, You know that that is a gift. You know it's a gift that they have, and sometimes uh, unless it's in you know other areas like right now, you know things are in science and IT, and people push for that, um, and so they kind of hesitate a lot of times to embrace the child's talent and it goes back to even parents you know and i'm not stepping on anybody's toes as they say in church but it goes back to when a when a child is very very creative that parents will put them in things that, that are creative but they don't necessarily want that to be their career you know mm. they because they don't want them because they heard stories so they don't want them to go out here and they've heard about the starving artist you know, well, you know, you're not going to have, you know, you're not going to get a job. What, what are you going to do with that? Um, and so that stigma, especially for for African Americans, is like, I don't want my child, to, you know, to not get a paycheck, you know, you know every every week, every you know every month or whatever. So, I need you to go to college, or I need you to have a trade in something else that's going to pay your bills, right? And that's because We don't really know or educated about all the different careers that they can have in that particular profession, Mm. and so and so. What I used to tell parents in my parent meetings, you know, when I would have them at the school, I would say to them, "Is when you go, how many of y'all been to the movies?" And they all raise their hand and say, "Yeah, I've been to the movies, right?" And I said, "Well, the next time you go to the movies, what I want you to do." is that I want you to sit there doing all the credits. I want you to just stay right there and for another five minutes, (laughs) you know, five, ten minutes, and just look at all the credits. Don't get up until that movie, that that screen is is totally black again. Stay right there. And I want you to look at all of those jobs Mm. that's rolling up that, You know, rolling up the screen because that's a job that your child could go into. It changes their whole perspective.
0: So it's it's not not just acting.
1: (laughs) It's not just acting, right? You know, you understand? It's not just acting that for your listeners out there, do that. Just go and look at all the different jobs. Whether, you know, even if they're in business, uh, they're, they're catering companies you know, that's going to cater the food, right? You're going to have those types of, types of jobs. So it's just not in on stage or acting, but it's all of these behind the scenes engineers that they have. Wow. So if your child is creative and they want to be in that business, yeah, they can go to college and be just like you, Demetri, you can go and be a musical engineer or a sound engineer. Because all of those things are going to come into play when you are trying to put a product together like yourself. You get unique engineers, you know. So hopefully that that stigma about the arts, if they just go and look at all those different jobs or if they go to a play, just look in that program of all the different areas as opposed to just looking at it as they just want to be on the stage or they just want to be in front of the camera but it's not just
0: that. Now, that's 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 good. You you broke it down that way because when we look at drama, we look at movies or we lo- we look at TV shows, we only look at the acting role. We lo- only look at the starving actors, but we're not looking at again, the the um the editor. We're not looking at the cameraman. We're not looking at the right. the people running the sounds and and you just said something key. They hire caterers. They hire people, makeup artists. They hire different people to make sure everything runs smoothly. I, I like how you broke that down. And if you're listening, you know, just think about what he just said. Because, again, it's it's more than the acting part. And I, 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 to, I talked to some kids um, at a um, basketball camp. And one of the things we talked about was not how you can become a, a successful basketball player, I helped them. I said, look at this floor right here. You think this is a regular wooden floor, but this floor right here is designed to soak up the pressure from when you jump and when you run. And those are the people make more money than the owners of basketball teams. And, you know, I helped them see, okay, you got to just, you got to look at it more from shooting the ball or even just throwing a football, look at what goes into making sure that the athletes can have a successful game, so I'm glad you broke it down that way. But if you just tuned in again, you're listening to Understanding the Play. I am Demetrius L. Brown. We're talking to Mr. Wendell Tab, and he's breaking some things down that that we would never think about when it comes to theater or even movies. Period. But I'm gonna take a break, and I'll be back again. I always tell you, go tell somebody. Go tell a friend. Don't tell your enemies no more. We're in a whole different climate now. So just tell your family and friends. Hey, the business point guard is on. And we'll be right back. The soundtrack. To your next levels here. The new single assist by the business point guard. Here's your assist. Your assist, your assist. The song assists is motivation taken to the next level with tools that'll help you go from great to greater and a hype beat produced by Skaz Digger. Add the hottest motivational song on the planet, assist to your favorite playlist today. Go to businesspointguard.com and download the soundtrack to your next level. Down track. I <laughs> see. I done messed it up mess the commercial, <laughs> download the soundtrack to your next level. Hey, again, if you just tuned in, you're listening to Understanding the Play, I have Mr. Wendell Tab. And before we went into a break, we talked about the other areas of theater, the other areas of the movies, the other areas of, of, of production. So people always want to know the money. Is there money in these other areas? Are they six figures or, or are these other areas, they, they struggling areas? Help us understand that.
1: Well, you know, we we have a pretty laid out, um, you know, salary schedule for artists. And this is this is how it works. Your salary starts at zero to whatever you want to make. Okay. (laughs) that I hope that makes sense because there are going to be some jobs that you may take and you may volunteer to do the work to open the door for the next hundred thousand dollar job.
0: Mm. Say that again, or, man. Say that, say that again. Hold on. I can't let you say repeat that. <laughs> repeat what you just said.
1: In the arts, it's it's easy for us to take positions sometimes that we don't get paid for. It's maybe a you know zero, you know, zero amount. You know, it's like, you know, you you volunteering. However, that volunteer job opens the door for that next hundred thousand dollar mm. job
0: y'all better listen y'all better listen
1: (laughs) you know so it's not always sometimes about how much money you make for that particular project but it's what's the value of that project because the you know sometimes just you know let's say if i was um if if i had an opportunity to be steven spielberg's assistant director okay now i may go in and Let's say I don't if I don't get paid the amount of money I think I'm worth in that, that but being his assistant director may lead to me being the director on the next project. Man,
0: that's and that good.
1: Next, and that next project was a 10 million dollar project. That's so good. so sometimes you just you, you you have to you have to really look at things for what is worth. And not just monetary value, but for career career value. What is your so career got,
0: value? So we, we, we gotta understand getting in the door. I, I believe I believe we've been manipulated too long to say, I can't do nothing for free. I ain't doing nothing for free. I'm gifted, I'm talented. But if you ain't got nowhere to show that gift, that talent, you know, it's, it's it's useless. And and I think social media, man, real oh man, social media has put us in a position to believe we can do things without people. So I'm glad you, you you brought that point up. We have to take zero sometimes to get in the door to get us to that hundred thousand dollar or a million dollar position, million dollar job. Man, I, I'm glad you brought that up. And that's in anything because radio, I started off in 2003 putting stickers on the car. You know, I, I had to put stickers on the car, but in two by the time I finished in 2006, I was running all three stations you know, running out three stations in the traffic department. So again, I I understand what you're saying. And I wish, you know, more people do get that point and stop being manipulated by people who never did what you did telling you, you got to get this money. And if you ask them, have they done it? No, they just happen to get a whole bunch of people who are frustrated and tired and start following them. And and that's how they make their money. But they never did what they're telling you not to do. So I'm, I'm glad you brought that point up. So professionally, what's next for you? Are you going to Broadway? You, you're starting. You know, we see Tyler Perry really out here doing some great things. Are you finna start your own production company, movies? What's What's next for for Mr. Tab?
1: Well, uh, let me also clear something something up on on my other statement that I talked about career value. That's a difference in understanding career career value and people using you, right? Mm. So so don't be used by people for their benefit but you need to be sometimes you have to get in the door for your own benefit so then it's not being used they're not using you you are understanding the system all right so sometimes you know don't like still don't let people take advantage of your worth um but you know that sometimes well i can do this because this is going to help my particular uh, career status career move. Right. Um, and so let's talk about, let's talk about, um, Broadway. When you talk about, um, Broadway, um, there are, there are, a uh, wonderful, fabulous actors and actresses who have never performed on Broadway. Okay. Broadway is just another avenue, uh, for, for, for theater. It's just another avenue. It's not the this is uh, you know all for theater. It's because there are going to be people who who may go to Broadway and be on Broadway one time and never be on Broadway again. Uh, the show the types of shows that you're going to get to you know on Broadway. You know if you can get a show on on Broadway, most of that is because. That show is being produced by some heavy people. That's pouring all this money into it to say, "Hey, this show is worthy to go to Broadway." But there are a lot of shows of great theater uh, that you can see at the National Black Theater Festival. That you can see in the um, in theater festivals in Atlanta. Um, you know, of course, the one in Winston Salem that I just mentioned in Houston that are Shows that may never ever go on Broadway, but is worthy to be seen and is worthy to be um, um, supported. So, will I go to Broadway if given the opportunity to direct on Broadway? Absolutely, I would love the opportunity. But here again, a lot of that is going to be you know, someone saying, Hey, here's a show that we are producing, and we want you to be the director of this show. You know, so that may happen, may not happen, but I don't, I don't base my career on whether or not you know I have a show on Broadway or or not, um, because you know here again that goes back to producers, um, you know what type of show it is, you know, because that's why you don't see that many African American shows on Broadway, because um, mm. here again, the producers gotta gotta put the money to it, and if they don't want to put the money to the show.
0: It doesn't go right. So, 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 so basically let's stay right here. So everybody just see, okay, Broadway, man, people bringing these big shows, but I read a report. Broadway actually lose a lot of money. They don't make a lot of money. So basically what you're saying, Broadway is just another stamp that people, okay. If we get there, it's a good thing to be there, but that's not the, that's not the, the, um, was it the mountaintop?
1: Right, because there are only so many theaters in going to be in New York. So you, so if if you got, you know, there there are thousands of plays written, you know, and there are thousands of plays being produced, but thousands of plays are not going to be on Broadway. You know, so but you may get to see those shows off Broadway, off off Broadway in your local theaters. You know, in your your town or city that you're in. Uh, it, the bottom line is to support the arts support great theater everywhere um, I like that. and i and not just wait to say well i'll wait to i'll wait to go see mr tab show once he takes it to broadway well <laughs> well i i need those producers first
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: you know be, because the, the people who own the theater houses going to say hey to come, to bring this show to this house you know, initially you going to, have to, you know, you had to give us two, two million dollars just to come to this house, you know, yeah. before you even run the show. Right. So, um, it's, it's a business. You know, we have two lead African-American producers. Now I remember I just said two, it's only two wow. lead African-American producers. And, 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 um, Stephen Seabird friend of mine, you know you know they are doing a, just a wonderful wonderful job with um front row productions to to open that up to more get African Americans to be producers you know um but if you see certain shows going to Broadway that you go where you know color purple was on Broadway you know you got the other shows that are on Broadway, but you have to look at who these executive producers are you know Oprah Winfrey. You know, you got, you know, Jada and Will Smith producing shows, you know, you got Jay-Z producing shows. So these people already have the capital to get you in the house, right? They already have the capital to get you in the house. So I don't want people to not support their local theater, uh, you know, theaters everywhere or or independent film uh, festivals. That's where you're going to see outstanding work from a lot of African Americans that may not ever have their work necessarily on Broadway, but they are making a difference in this world.
0: And I'm noticing too, a lot of high schools, they're producing some great plays. I don't, I don't know if because it's that beginning stages, it's that hunger stage, but I'm like, I'd rather sit here in these high schools and watch these plays than going to spend a lot of money on Broadway. And again, um, you said something key. We got to support people in their current stages because their current, uh, supporting them in their current stages, even motivate people. Our support sometimes can make people be like, okay, you know what? (sighs) Okay. What am I, what am I doing this for? And and, and again, I, I, I hate that we, we get to that point sometimes, but your support can really help take people to that next level and help them be like, okay, man, I can really continue to do this. I can do this. And you said something. Um, I worked the film festival in Winston-Salem when I was a marketing director for ninety-seven point one in Greensboro. You know, man, I love to go to the film festivals every year. And and people think actors and actresses are are just these nasty, mean people. They ain't gonna speak to you they really, they really want to speak to you, talk to you. And again, I I met some great people at the the film festival. Let's help me, let's, let's help debunk that whole theory of people like yourself and actors don't really want to talk to people. They, y'all don't want to be around people.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, you know, talking about talking to people, let me clear up something real quick because I want, I want to make sure that all of my, my, (laughs) my Broadway friends, uh, understand that I'm saying, go support theater everywhere, including Broadway. We want you to go to New York. We want you to to go there, spend that money, you know, go see the great Broadway shows, but we are still working on diversity. We we wanna get more, you know, shows, you know, African-American, they've been working on it. You know, in the last few years, you've seen more African-American shows uh, that went to Broadway than ever before. And so we're making progress in that. And so, uh, but but I just want people to just continue to support theater everywhere, and not just wait, you know, and not go to your local theater to wait to see something. Go there to Broadway. C- continue to support because that's what's getting these actors and actresses to Broadway is when they are supported in their local theaters. Uh, and now, terms of in terms of, uh, in terms of um, who the who the true actor. You know, or or who the true performer artist is in terms of that you said. Well, you know, you didn't know they were like this, and they speak to you. Well, we are human beings. We, you know, people want to work. People want to work. So you know, if they're at a festival, that's networking. That's networking. Mm. You know, and if you and if you're sitting somewhere and you you know you're not introducing yourself to anyone, somebody may may pass you over. You know. So yes, you know people want to have conversation uh, because they want to also introduce you to their next pro- pro- um, product, or maybe you have a product that they may be interested in. So it's very important. Now, are there, are there divas in the industry? Oh, you better believe it. You know, <laughs> there, there, there are male and female divas in the, in the industry, <laughs> um, You know, because those are personalities. And I think anywhere you, you work, even at your 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 job, you know, regardless of what it is, you know, you have to deal with different personalities, you know, of, yeah. of people. But it's one good thing about most artists is that we normally can get along with everybody because we see everybody a lot of times as characters. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so once we see them as a character, it is like oh now i'm gonna use i'm gonna use her character in the next play i write you know what i'm saying like that's it right there so but yeah i I think we're all human beings and um people do want to be able to talk to other people to to get their product out
0: and i I tell people this too but we never know at that moment what somebody went through what they're going through and you know when you got a thousand people coming up to you want to take pictures autographs sometimes you are gonna have that moment of like okay you go. You might reach that person at at the thousand and one moment. <laughs> you know. So um, again, it's just you know giving people their space and, and and just just understanding. But you said something key a few minutes ago. You said the word networking. How important is networking in in um, theater, movies, and 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 the avenues? How how, how important is networking?
1: Well, it it sets you up for your for your next job. You know. Um, Net, I teach networking to my high school students. I mean, I, I tell them, you know, this is why you need to go to things. This is why you need to go to events. Um, because it, it it generates conversation for something else that you could be in. Uh, so networking to me, you know, is your next, could be your next job. Yes. So, and so when you go places and even if it's not you know you don't want to leave your job like i was in hillside for 35 years so i was never looking to to go somewhere else to work but i was also making myself available for independent projects you know while even while i was there um how i created the celebrities in the classroom program where all these celebrities would would come to hillside and and visit the students there that was through networking. So once you know, once I met you know meet one celebrity, that celebrity introduces me to another celebrity. Then once I get to know them, they introduce me to another celebrity. And so before you know it, you know I have this whole network of celebrities around me that are giving me information on on other things that I need to may need to share with my students. And 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 believe it believe it or not, how this networking worked when uh, I use Starletta Dubois for, for an example, when she, when I met her at the National Black Theater Festival, uh, she became my ambassador for Hillside Theater. And wow. she, and then she w- was, was my um, liaison for her to bring Danny Glover to Hillside, you know, wow. and Margaret Shook Avery, you know, from the color purple to Hillside when we did that, you know, introducing me to Antonio Fargo. So, You know, all everything networking, you know, helps all of us be able to introduce other people to people that they they need to to be um, to get to know. So some of my students who met Starletta ended up in a movie with Starletta. Oh, wow. (laughs) And and that became full circle for them. It's like not only did I know you from when you came to Hillside, but look, now we're even in a movie together. And so even I did a short film with Starletta, you know. Um, so that's how it works. That's how it works. That's why networking is so important.
0: Now nah, that, that that's that's good. So now we it's 2023. We're we're coming into a whole nother year. This year going by fast too, man. <laughs> it's going by fast. So, I'm, I'm looking uh, right now at the site. You already have Black Nativity Durham returns to the stage December 15th through the 17th, 2023. You're marketing now. You're selling tickets right now. Yeah, you. Well, well,
1: <laughs> we're well, marketing right now. Like I think the website should say tickets go on sale August 1st. If okay. it doesn't. It
0: <laughs> oh, you know what? Hello, hello. I'm bad. Did you say tickets not on sale? Yeah, okay. I just saw tickets on sale. I ain't seen the not yet. The, yeah, the whole not knot just. But, <laughs>
1: but the tickets go on sale August first, and the next part of marketing is that they're gonna probably start doing a countdown um, to when tickets actually go on sale. But yes, we're marketing marketing right now for for next year for this coming um, Black Nativity
0: Durham. That's good. So that I'm looking at this and we're talking about marketing. How's important that you take the foundations of business, just business itself, and you put it towards what you're doing theater wise, because theater, theater acting, that's a form of business, but people don't look at it as it's like Walmart. It's like, you know, um, Mercedes, but explain to the people how important it is to take, the fundamentals of business and add it to what you're doing so that you can make money, get more people in the seats and get more eyes there.
1: Right. You know, for me, um, you know, I, I thank God for my, for my purpose in life, but God was the orchestrator of giving me the, you know, wonderful parents. You know, my mom was an educator. So that's where the education part comes from with me. And my dad was a businessman. So the business part for me came from my dad. So I put it all together as I was teaching school to say, okay, I'm gonna run this theater program at Hillside just like a business. It's a business, right? And so as I ran it like a business, marketing, of course, became key. Marketing is part of, for us in theater, audience development. Too many times, a lot of high school plays or people, they only, you know, if they can get their parents the parents of the kid to come, the aunt's uncle or cousins or whatever to come. That was their extent of marketing. Tell your mom and dad, you know, of course, they're going to (laughs) come to the play. So get your aunt, uncle to come or whatever. And they were satisfied with that. Well, when I was at Hillside, I was like, no, we're going to have a business marketing plan. And that marketing plan was for us to get people that would not necessarily come to the to the theater to come who are these people that we're gonna say you don't have a child in the in the in the production you're coming because you enjoy theater you want to see good theater right so bringing me bringing all the schools in from around the state of North Carolina you know when you all did dream girls these buses chartered, buses was coming in yes you know to see the show and then people start like these people are coming to hillside to see a high school play what's going on here you know why are these people got chartered buses coming all the way from down eastern north carolina all the way to durham to see a high school play because we valued it that high school play as being professional and it was worthy so when you give people a great product right then they will want to come and be a part of what is good so, but but how do they get to know about it? You got to tell them about it. You got to market it to them. I think in my classroom, you guys were back then, you know, putting flyers in in, in a envelope and sealing the envelope, writing yep. <laughs> writing writing the names on the outside of the envelope. Then we had to, you know, put a stamp on it, you know, a book mail stamp, you know, on on the envelope. Then I would take them all to the to the post office in the book mail center and send it. And I always would say. If out of 100 letters that I send, if I can get 10 people to show up out of that 100, it's worth it. Yes. Because that's going to be 10 people that wouldn't have probably ordinary would have come. But here's marketing, here's business sense. Out of that 10, I'm going to find somebody in there that's going to bring, bring a group. So that one person then, instead of them coming with, you know, one other person, now they're going to say well my church is going to come i'm going to bring my youth department i'm going to do this now that that those two people that i had looked at now turned it into 25 people that's good and so and if you do those 25 people you know times another 25 (laughs) people each time you see how your numbers are going up so then people start saying all of these people are coming to Hillside to see the plays. What's going on here? What? So now I got to come. People like to know well, y'all going to Hillside to see a play? A high school play? Now you get to come, people start coming to see the Wiz and the Color Purple and Dream Girls and all this stuff. And we're selling out, you know? So like when Danny Glover came, so when I told when Danny Glover was coming, Danny Glover came, he was there only for one night. But the rest of the shows were sold out mm. because if Danny Glover comes to see a play or Margaret Sugar Avery comes to see the color purple at a high school, now that says <laughs> something, right? Oh, yeah. So now people are like, well, I ain't gonna miss the color purple. Let me go see. So then they start comparing it to what they saw on Broadway or what they saw in the touring show. Now they're going. Oh, you all are just as good as Broadway. Well, that's what we want. We're training kids for Broadway so that when they do go to Broadway, they are prepared. So, yes, marketing is part of your success based on starting at foundation of saying, let me get people that would not ordinarily come to this, let's find a way to get them in to add to what's already there.
0: And 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 let me let me ask you something. So a lot of schools they dismantled the arts departments but i believe you survived so long is because your dependency really wasn't on the school system giving money but it was more of i'm going to put this business in place i'm going to get the people here i'm going to make as much money as i can to offset is that am i correct saying that or
1: oh yeah and and people know me i don't mind saying it a lot of times you know, you, you're dealing with uh, inequity in 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 schools as well. You know, where one school may may get funding for a certain thing and another one may not. You saw that in athletics a lot. You know, you know where you know some some football fields you know look so good that you know you're like wow, and, and then it makes the kid want to go there. They were like, <laughs> I want to I want to come over here and play on that. But they were dealing with this inequities of funding so so then a lot of athletic programs went to if the school system wasn't going to do it for them then they went to their booster clubs and then then now you have to look at the inequity in that again because some booster clubs have the financial backing that other booster clubs don't have right so for me uh being at you know at hillside you know predominantly african-american school I knew that, okay, the school system does, it's not going to give me the funding to really run the program like I, I want to on a professional level that I need to. then I'm going to seek out my drama friends. Drama friends were people who didn't have children at you know necessarily in the program. Those drama friends, so having those drama friends then went out and helped me sell tickets to get people to come in. so now my revenue from ticket sales is high. Which means that now I can get some of the things that I want to get. My costuming changes, right? Now I get better costumes. Okay. Now I, right? You know, now you know, now I I can bring in, I can get a technical director to come in and build a set for us, right? Um, so you, you you can get different things based on the funding that you have. Whereas you can go to some high school theater programs, they rent all of their costumes. Well, that's because their parents don't mind paying three, $400 for that, that child's costume, but that may not can happen at some other school. Oh yeah. You understand? Oh. So, but this is where the creativity kicks in. So if I got drama friends and if I got um, great community to support, then they are willing to come in and help us build those costumes per child. That's good. You know, so it makes it, so then it makes a difference or like when you guys were doing, um, dream girls and I needed to put you guys in tuxedos, right. You know, Mm -hmm. then I can go to a tuxedo warehouse and get all of you guys tuxedos because the funding from the drama friends was there for me to be able to go get it. So that's why, that's why you need this
0: system. Cause my aunt will not gonna give you $300 for me to get in this. <laughs> you, see, right,
1: you see what I mean?
0: <laughs> she gonna be like, you, you, you can't do that no more. <laughs> you, <can't, laughs>
1: well, you see what happens Why then there are like arts programs that are not in certain school, they can't sustain it. Because if those programs doesn't look like, like let's say if a principal went somewhere else to see a production, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, let's say if a principal came to Hillside or, or you know, other people came to Hillside to see a show and they see how professional it is. They see the wonderful set and costumes and all that. Then they go back to their school and say, hey, to their drum teacher or whatever, hey, why can't we do this? And then then they looking at the principal like, um, <laughs> I need <the> funding. <laughs> we got to yeah. fund it. You understand? Um, so that's why I'm an advocate for uh equity amongst the schools um because everybody doesn't have the same amount of funding uh but you want but people want the results to be the same yeah they want results to be the same
0: so in two minutes man i want you to give us five the name of the show is called understanding the play and we help people we give them tools and nuggets to get to their defined level of success you know and i always use that word their defined level of success because your success, my success, and everybody else's success don't look alike, but we want to get reached different places and everybody don't want to be a millionaire, billionaire, entrepreneur, but give us five tips, man, to help someone reach their defined level of success.
1: Yeah, well, great, great question. Uh, and my thought pattern is probably going to be out the box. So it may be a little different than most people would think. So the first thing is understanding that everybody's journey in the arts is not going to be the same. So, so some people can, can go right out and get in a show without ever going to college, no no um, professional training, and get in something and make it. That Those numbers are very small. Then you have other people who go to college and, and get into a training program, and their success is that way. Or then you may have somebody else who does all of this training, you know, in college, but decide, Hey, I want to go and do my work on a cruise ship. (laughs) You know, I, I I just want to cruise and, and, and entertain, or they start their own own uh, solo business or, or production company. Well, for me, it was understanding my purpose. So I think your first tip is understanding what your purpose is, what your individual purpose is, Right. And know that in my situation, that I knew that God had created me uniquely, uniquely for my own purpose, right? So for me, God became my playwright. He was the playwright. He already knew my story before I knew it. That's good. He was my playwright. And then he put great producers in my life. And those producers were my parents who birthed me, who had me. And my parents and the producers' job was to oversee my journey, to oversee it. And then he had directors in my life. So those directors were my siblings around me. Those are the ones that I played with every day. Those are the ones that I went places with. But when I was going to get in trouble and my parents weren't around, they directed me right back on the right path. So some people, directors may be your friends, your great friends that are around you that are gonna tell you the truth. That's gonna say, Don't do this, don't do that. You know you shouldn't be doing that, Demetrius. What are you thinking about, man? Those are the directors that you need in your life, which for me was my was my siblings, right? And then um uh, then he 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 gave me these um what I what I call like your choreographers, your um your set designers all these people those that became my wife and my son the designers how they would help me orchestrate my entire career by being there for me and allowing me to, to make mistakes and support me regardless so you needed those those designers all the designers in my life so i look at my wife and my son as as my as my designers And then you have the actors, the actors with those characters are all the people that's in your community that's going to support you and help you reach your, your level of success. Having great people around you in your life, because sometimes your community people or people that you work with are going to be there for you and support your vision. And then you have to understand that you need your, your, your naysayers. And I will call those the my my um, SWORD team or the people that are, are going to always create the drama in a scene. The ones that are always going to create the drama. Right? <laughs> you need those people in your life as well to remind you of where you are trying to get to. They keep you honest because you know that they are trying to destroy what you're trying to do, and so yeah. that you all then you will always go back to what your purpose was. That that playwright who created that story, and for me, that playwright was my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who 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 already knew what my story was going to be when he did the
0: penmanship. So you that's what you I before you was in your mother's womb. Exactly. <laughs> Man, that that is good. I I like see y'all could tell he he he's been in theater. See how he just took those five points and created a whole scene right there. That's that's a whole scene right there. But I I loved how you broke that down, man. From God, the parents, the siblings, the community, and the naysayers. Oh man, that that's that's great. I'm gonna have to go back and, and, and listen to that for myself right there, man. <laughs> so again, I wanna thank you, man, for joining us. It was an honor to have you on and again man i i I don't know if I can get in in, in drama again in theater but if you need some voiceover work I, I matter of fact let me back up we we kept we kept missing each other last year I supposed to did some voiceover for you for the uh, black nativity for the commercials and stuff exactly. so i'm I'm going live on the radio now let people know I'm gonna be there this year we gonna we're gonna have them voices done for the for the play. Cause again, like I said, you changed my life, man. And the funny thing is, before you go, I I was walking to the ATM machine, and I was like, I need me some coffee. And I was like, okay, let me go get me some coffee first. Then I just happened to look over. I said, they go, Mister tab. Went over there, spoke to him. You know, we were speaking. He said, what you doing? I said, man, I'm finna get my son a haircut. Walking over here. Uh, he said, here. And I ain't going to say what he, he blessed me. You know what I'm saying? He put something in my hand. He blessed me. I was like, nah, I'm good. He said, no, I want to bless you. I want to bless your son. That's what he said. I want to bless your son. And again, this man haven't seen me in over what, 30 years (laughs) and he's still blessing. So he planted a seed in my hand for my son. And this is the type of guy we're talking about. And I'm from Durham, North Carolina. And I'm and again, I grew up in Charleston, but i'm forty nine years old and I grew up in a time where community was very important and they helped each other um uh, People went to school with your parents or your aunts, and they invested into your life and again, man, I really appreciate that day for you investing putting something in my hand to put invest into my son and i now that I'm hearing you speak about God that came from God, you know, so you know we we just gotta we we gotta give flowers while why people are alive. So, man, I thank you for joining me for this, man. This, this was great right here. And, um, Black Nativity Durham, the play is December the 15th through December the 17th and 2023. And let me put the website at the bottom. And if you look at the bottom, if you're looking, it is com. Go to the site you know, can they can they uh, sign up for email notifications when the tickets go on sale?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. They just go to com. Make sure they say blacknativityderham.com because black, <laughs> black nativities are done all over the world. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So blacknativitydurham.com is one of the it's the probably the biggest black nativity on on the east coast. Um uh, we have you know anywhere between 150, 160 people in the show. Uh, it is huge. And as always, we do it at the Hillside High School Theater, which is, you know, of course, now the uh, John H. Gaddis Wendell Tab Theater uh, there. Uh, so please come over and
0: check. Uh, bring, your, bring your church groups, your youth. Uh, that's important. Man. So again, let's give it up for Mr. Wendell Tab, the guy who changed a lot of people's lives. So again... This is Understanding the Play. I am your host, Demetrius L. Brown, a.k.a. The Business Point Guard. Remember, it's your defined level of success. No one else. Don't let no one tell you where you need to be. Now, they can help you get there, but make sure you hear from God, understand your purpose, and you reach your defined level of success. Hey, everybody, I love you. Catch me on iHeart. You can catch me on YouTube. You can catch me on, on U42. And again, listen to FUBU Radio. When you get a moment, I love you all. I'm out of here. Peace.